Greetings adventurers, Tim here. I uh, just wanted to preamble this special bonus episode. Michael is at PAX East selling the award-winning Drinks and Daggers board game based on a certain D&D show. So instead of having a normal episode this week, or having no episode this week, we decided to put out one of our very special Foaming Takered Patreon episodes. We are just about to start Season 5, but you can check this one out right now on Patreon. Give it a listen, patreon.com slash podcast. I'm sure you're going to love it. Until next week, bye! drinks you three enjoy thank you tiny jasper listen up i'm trying to remember the name of the place can you describe it to us yeah give us the deets well as i was telling you it's far to the northeast of car there's a mountain pass up there used by travelers kilbane pass that's right bart you traveled it many times in my youth i've never heard of it i have there's a valley up there that used to be pretty famous. That's the place. I can't remember the name. I used to play there as a kid. Really strange rock formations scattered everywhere. The valley is called the Meadows. The Meadows. That's right. Anyway, last time I was there, about ten years ago, everything was as I remembered it. Even saw my favorite column of rock in the south with my name carved into it. I used to summer there with my lover. Quite a lot of emotional memories are flooding me right now. Listen up, I just passed through the meadows. Things have changed up there. Let me tell you, I saw- Did you not hear what happened? It was all over the sending stones. Animal messengers traveled far and wide delivering the news. Mind you, a very condensed news. The limit for animal messengers is only 25 words. 25 words? That's not much. Kind of lame spell, if you ask me. No one asked you, Jasper. But I do have to ask you, Bart. Tell me what you know about the meadows. Everyone gather round. I have been asked to tell a tale. I intend to do so. While I tell this tale, I would like your ears on me and your eyes on my glorious tip jar, which I will place upon the bar here. Darius, I'm glad you're back. What have you discovered? The survivors are being cared for. The Mastwick clerics believe they will be alright. What of the cargo they were transporting? It's gone. It's all been stolen. That makes it three caravan attacks in just as many weeks. One of the survivors told the Mastwick city guard where they were ambushed. The Meadows? The Meadows. Your suspicion was correct. It's on the best route traveling across the mountains near Depot. But I dare not suspect the dwarves are behind these attacks. It's not the dwarves. The survivors spoke of many races of various sizes attacking, killing, and stealing the merchandise. They were described as being dressed all in black 
with red undershirts, and they wear a seashell symbol upon their clothing. Seashell? I don't know what that means. The survivors play dead, and their bodies are transported and dumped in nearby woods. They waited until nightfall, and then made their way back here to Mastwick on foot, barely alive. These brigands aren't finished with their slaughter, and we have got to do something about it. I feel as the leader of the Merchant Guild of Mastwick, I must take charge. The meadows are far too distant for the Mastwick guards to do anything. Too true. While you have been out gathering information on the survivors, I have been doing some digging of my own. Mercenaries? Vigilantes? Adventurers. Oh, really? Yes. But the next caravan is scheduled to pass through the meadows soon. It's too late to warn them. Surely there's not enough time. There is a group of adventurers of notoriety currently staying at the Foaming Tankard. Who are they? I have notes on each of them here. <clears throat> First, there is Lex, an infamous warlock, white hair, and she's... Lex is the stereotypical boho babe. Um, she is a hippie to her witchy core. Um, her arcane focus is actually crystal, so she has that. Um, but then also she just has other crystals because she like you can't just have one crystal because then people are going to know that's your arcane focus, so you have to have other ones to throw them off, but also to man- manage your balance of um, your you know positivity and keep out the negativity, protection, all of that stuff. She has really long white hair. I don't know if she has bangs, but it definitely has flowers in it. Maybe a bird or two every once in a while. She's not necessarily nature-ish. She is, though, cool with nature. Her grimoire's macrame, covered in macrame. (laughs) And she has a matching vest that goes with it that she keeps her not really like spell components because i don't have to have those but her um cool trinkets and ooh her crystals and she will sell you crystals on the black market if you want does she have a pet moss ball she absolutely has some she has it in a backpack so that it can watch (laughs) excellent candidate i've heard of her exploits there is cheese a half orc wizard tall fellow so if we if we imagine an adventuring scenario where we're deep in the dungeons of some decrepit castle filled with magic and curses and darkness and we see uh, on a bridge there approaches some horrific monster and facing down it not bravely because that would be inaccurate is this tall kind of tall but he still looks squat because he's so lumpy and awkward is this half orc and he is dressed in this like threadbare purple robe with little stars and moons sewed into it and you know it has like big baggy sleeves and like has like kind of the big billowing bit at the bottom and like a kind of like a nice hood and stuff it's like mickey mouse's robe from fantasia except it's purple and it's covered in stars and moons in one hand he has he's like holding his like grubby little satchel which is sort of overflowing with different little food items and like various knickknacks that he's sort of picked up from different places here and there but in the other hand he has a wand which is basically just a big thick stick on the end of which is a carved wooden star that's been painted yellow and he's kind of waving this around uh, and uh, as as we kind of go in closer to him uh, he's almost like it looks like he's talking to himself and, and and you and you see him waving this wand around at this creature and he goes oh we need to cast the floating disc we need to cast the floating disc and then you notice the hat on his head you notice the hat on his head 
is talking to him. Kind of like the sorting hat in that movie about the boy wizard that I won't name. And so the hat is talking to him. And the hat goes, you absolute nincompoop. What are you doing? Cast magic missile already. And they kind of go back and forth about this for a while until finally uh, he just casts a summoning spell and and, and, uh, and there's an elemental summoned on the middle of the bridge. Uh, and the hat goes, you absolute fool. What are you doing? That's not what I said at all. Ah, why? Why did I have to be cursed with such an idiot to have all these magical powers? And Cheese the Orc goes, ah. and that is Cheese in a nutshell. Cheese the half-orc wizard. To be quite honest, I only wanted the hat. It's quite powerful. I met with the hat privately, and it explained to me some magical mumbo-jumbo-hokey-pokey about life force connections and one can't live without the other. Something like that. So, it's a package deal. I see. And then there is Yashili, a deep gnome from the Underdark. Little one, but tough. Know what I mean? So Yashili is a deep gnome. Um, I don't know if they call it anything different in Drunkaros, but she's a deep gnome, which means she's from the Underdark. Um, she has gray skin because they live with no sunlight. And then she has gray hair. She's very monotone um, with purple eyes. And she's like three feet tall. So you can throw her. I'm not going to promise that she likes it, though. So she's dressed in a very, like, think Fire Nation <laughs> from uh, Avatar kind of getup. She's got, like, red monk robes on. She's very plain. She doesn't have a lot because she comes from a monastery. So it's very, like, you know, clean cut, but just plain red robes. So her background is that she grew up in a monastery under the Way of the Shadow, which is her monk class. Um, they're known for being assassins and stealthy ninjas and stuff. Um, so she's very, like, serious, I guess, which is going to be real hard with y'all. Um, <laughs> seeing as your name is Cheese, um, she is very, like, getting to the point. She likes to get to the point and get the job done. Um, she is not against being tossed, though. She says she is, but she likes it. Excellent choice. Indeed. In fact, I'd like you to set up a private business meeting between Yashili and I. I put my full trust in that gnome, and I believe that they may be a valuable resource to the Mastwick Merchants Guild. Will do. Lastly, there is Stakenoff, a Minotaur wizard. Is a bit of a dandy. So I, I'm kind of imagining this dark room that's basically a small library. Think of like Beauty and the Beast with the fireplace and the giant red chair with the beast sitting in it. And as... The viewer enters this dark room, the fireplace lights up, and in that red gigantic chair slowly spinning to view the viewers, there is the Minotaur, Stakenoff Wellington. And as you eye Stakenoff Wellington down, you see he has this black top hat with a monocle, which is his arcane focus, by the way. And underneath the neck, chest down, he has this well fitted blazer and bow tie and his legs are a little bit crossed and he has these pants that are torn up think of like hulk when he's transformed with the torn pants he has black pants that are all torn up he doesn't have fancy shoes or anything he does have his hooves painted and polished though a pristine black to where as you look down at it it kind of just like shines out at you and as he's sitting there he has this cane on the side that he's holding on to with two large horns on the top of it, with a sundial as a watch on his wrist. And as you're looking 
towards Stakenoff. Wellington. He just looks at you and goes, Welcome to Stakenoff's Emporium. It's a pleasure to meet you. I am a wizard of the Order of Scribes. How may I help you today? What a character. What a crew. What's the plan? I have already procured their services. Their mission is firstly to seek out and protect the caravan. Secondly, they are to kill, capture, or permanently discourage as many of those unknown brigands as they can. The goal will be to eliminate the threat in the area so that life can continue. The survivors said they were attacked by four brigands. That makes good odds by my math. Wonderful. We must inform our heroes so that they will be fully prepared. We will provide them a map, directions, and necessary supplies to ensure their success. Yes. I will send for Yashili the gnome at once. Good. I wish to speak with him about that special item being transported on the caravan. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A family of sparrows lies sleeping in their nest atop the highest branches of their evergreen pine. The morning air is cool, and if you were to listen, you might even hear soft sparrow snores from the slumbering birds. They have an amazing 360-degree view of the countryside. That was one of the reasons the sparrow family chose that tree to build their nest. That and the fact that the wren is low. It's a very rural location. Surveying their view from the nest, you see the rising sun low in the sky, thick forested areas, various mountain ranges, and an interesting valley that begins about 100 feet from the base of their tree. This valley is about a mile wide, with a single road running from the east to the west right through the middle of it. 
Aside from the road, there are many strange rock formations scattered throughout the valley. There are stacked cairns 20 feet high, spiral-shaped carved pillars, large towers of stone, occasional bizarre rock formations with floating bits making up their structure. The Sparrow family rarely enters the valley since the food supply is more plentiful in the forest, but they do enjoy the view. Occasionally, they see travelers and tourists frequenting the valley. These travelers can be seen studying, surveying, and taking selfies as they wander among the rocky formations. It is quite a unique valley. On this particular morning, the family of sparrows awake to the sound of footsteps below their tree. They yawn and stretch and they peer down through the branches. They see a white-haired warlock, a large half-orc in wizard robes and a hat, a fanciful-dressed minotaur in a top hat, and a serious-looking gnome. This group of peculiar adventurers catch the Sparrow family's eyes for a moment. That moment is broken when all at once all the Sparrow babies start their morning ritual of opening their mouths, craning their heads vertically, and then screaming all at once in unison at the top of their lungs. The Sparrow parents rip their eyes from the group below and sigh. They look at each other and then take flight into some nearby woods to hit a local farmer's market with the hopes to grab some fresh, wriggling breakfast for their sparrow kids. We will start this adventure with your party on the edge of this valley, looking down uh, on onto all of these, this structure. And you have a feeling, some, some gut feeling, uh, maybe, you know, a bird has told you on the wind or, or who knows, but you, you have a feeling that... Uh, that today may be the day. In fact, you, you do know, you were tipped off that, that there are there is going to be caravans coming through uh, this area. And so it is up to your party to decide how you want to do this, how you want to handle it. Uh, you know, on one side of the valley, that's where they're going to be coming through. And uh, your, your, your job is to try to capture, kill, if you're able to, to uh, you know, get, get a leader or get, you know, pull someone back so they can be brought to justice. Uh, that is what, what you have been tasked with. So how would you like to proceed as you're looking down into the valley below? Not everyone all at once. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, it's a very big valley. So I think if we're going to look after all of it, we probably want to get started. Otherwise we're going to be up very late and my bedtime's pretty early. And she's kind of like hitches up his pack and like looks at everyone else. And he goes, well, I mean, we should probably go down there, I guess. Yes. So um, Lex follows and then she, I think she would just, she'll Eldritch Blast into the air. Off we go. Stakenoff is watching this go down with Lex and looks at Cheese. Well, Cheese, my man, I'm not walking my hooves down this little hill here. I'm gonna just fly down. Now, it's not gonna be as fancy as Lex over here. That's too fancy for me. I don't wanna get my my outfit all dirty, you know? He's gonna cast Fly on himself, and you see this large 6'4", tall minotaur slowly begin to just float into the air. Now, I'm not gonna shoot any beams out of my fingers, but you know what? Ta-ta now. Take care. And he just flies down. You know there's going to be a caravan coming through, you know, carrying carrying supplies. How do you want to approach this? Do you want to sit and wait? Or are you going to go and interact? Stakenoff believes it would be best 
if we sit and wait, why do more work than we need to do? We know where they're heading, right? But we got the head. We got. We could get the jump on them. They'll come to us. But what if they have things that are really cool? We could like hit up the caravan first before anyone else, and then we could like maybe scope out and see what they have. Honestly, trying to get the jump on them is probably not going to work, seeing as we just set off a giant firework display. Yes, I, I have to confess, as the obvious brains of this group, this is the hat talking, by the way, <laughs> as the obvious brains of this group, I have to admit that setting off a large firework probably wasn't the greatest of ideas, but... It looked cool. I do have to appreciate your your display of power. If you're ever in the market for a talking hat, we can talk. I like hats that talk. What do you like to talk about? Just the pursuit of wizardly power. Cheese doesn't make for such great conversation. And Cheese is kind of strolling through the woods. Apparently I can do minor conjuration just whenever I bloody well feel like it. And I can conjure up an inanimate object. No larger than three feet and no more than ten pounds. I don't know what those measurements mean, uh, but I'm assuming... That sounds like a Subway sandwich. <laughs> a foot long or a six inch? A foot long, of course. Everything... I- Everything's measured in Subway sandwiches. Uh, Yeah, so he's just kind of summoning sandwiches and he's just like (laughs) fighting them. But then he'll just like throw them off into the woods and then summon up another one and take a bite and throw it off into the woods. With these these images, are they real? Or are they, you know, is it like just imaginary where there's no substance? Uh, It it says the object disappears after one hour when you use this feature again. Or if it takes any damage, which actually to me implies that when he summons the sandwich and bites it, it immediately disappears. <laughs> yeah. As you're throwing it, it's dissolving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can, I, apparently I can also teleport as well. <gasps> what? Wait, how do you have teleport? Uh, you can use your action to teleport up to 30 feet Wait. to an unoccupied space. Uh, once you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish a long rest or, it, or you cast a conjuration spell of first level or higher. Being a wizard fucking rules. <laughs> Get all this weird shit. What race is Lex again? Lex is a changeling. Oh, okay. She looks, I guess, just like a, a human. She can look like whatever she wants to look like. That's true. Yeah, but I do have disguise self, so. Today, what are you looking like? Ooh, today? Ooh, she wants to look like someone in um the Dark Crystal. Yes. So she has, like, the features where, like, her nose is, like, you know, kind of really long and her ears are really long and everything's, like, really long and soft. And she's actually a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking like a Gelfling, then. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Um. All right, excellent. We have a stick... Staking off. It's going to take me a couple episodes to get the names down. That's right. Staking off Wellington. Staking off is down there. I guess your position kind of hiding, you know, sitting, relaxing a a far distance off. Yeah. Uh, We have Cheese the Wizard. Um, Have you headed down and taken up a position? Um, Yeah. Like, unless anyone tells him otherwise, Cheese is just going to wander out into, like, the middle of the road where the wagons are going to be coming. Because, like... That's where they're going to be. So obviously he's going to be there as well. It just makes sense. Lex will follow because she is not smart. (laughs) (laughs) The hat is going to carry us through this. It's a really good thing. Yeah, I I was just like, because like my stats, like I kind of look at them in an interesting way because I actually have 18 intelligence. Wow. But I'm reasoning like that's the hat's intelligence. (laughs) That's not that's not Cheese's intelligence because Cheese also has a wisdom of nine. So so we cut to the end of the everything and everyone there's bodies everywhere and then this hat is just like walking away. Yeah, yeah. It's like I gotta find a new group. <laughs> Can we talk about our stats for a minute though? Because um, Lex has a wisdom of eight and intelligence of ten. 
So dumb, dumb. I thought oh I rolled gosh. bad. Oh, <laughs> what is Lex good in? Charisma. Charisma, right? Eighteen. There you go. So, <laughs> I mean, that's good for a warlock. So, anyone else want to share any stats? No, I mean, my charisma is a twelve, so that's about as charismatic as she's going to get. That's my lowest one, though. Hey, that's above average. Well, staking off his highest stat is a sixteen in his intelligence. His lowest stat is a ten, and that's in his strength. Even though he's a minotaur, I know. I know. Oh, okay. But don't let his size fool you. He though. really goes against what he was born as. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He hates that stereotype. Uh, my strength is eighteen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> not the hat. Not the hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not the hat. That's cheese. That's all cheese. Excellent. All right. So I guess Lex, you're just kind of gonna be wandering around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this planet. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, what is uh, Yish? I want to say Yishili. 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 Yashili, what what are you going to do? I'm just slowly walking down there because everyone's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> She's just taking a good little stroll and trying to come up with a good plan because it is obvious that this team is not going to come up with one. <laughs> and she's used to it because we've been around long enough to know. All right. I don't know why I work with these fools every time. It's worked well so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're alive, you know. All right. We'll cut to maybe an hour has passed. Everyone's kind of taking up their spot waiting for something to occur. I'm taking a snack break. Mm-hmm. Taking snack exactly. breaks, eating your fruit snacks and all that. Petting your moss balls. Yeah. Petting your moss balls and the, with the little eyes. And they do like little look up at you and, hey, we gave it eyes. We'll just say that the, the little moss balls, they don't talk or anything like that. But, but you know, they as emote. you're petting them and they're, yes. they're doing <laughs> and things like that. And you'll see them, they don't actually leave the ground, but their little bodies will kind of raise up and down, just little cute little, little uh, moss balls. I think I said moth balls, change that to moss balls. <laughs> but yes. also, what if they were balls of moths or just oh my moth God. balls? Ooh, there you go. <laughs> just, just balls of like moths. Like just... a group of moths, like a... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Kind of horrifying, but also... So you're there with, with, your, with, your, moss, with your moss balls, uh, and I'd like... Everyone who's on watch, go ahead and give me a perception roll because there may be something occurring. Minus one to perception can do. Ooh, I rolled a 23. Oh, damn. I'm perceptive as hell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a plus three. I got a 10. <laughs> Listen, I got a five, so. <laughs> Cheese is currently sitting in the middle of the road, like in the dust, just kind of like swirling his hands around, just kind of like. Doo, 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 doo. Jeez, don't you think you should get out of the middle of the road? I don't want to tell you what to do or anything, but it doesn't seem safe. No, it's fine. I think this is probably the best place to be. (laughs) All right. I think uh, there was a 22 or 23 from Yeah, I got a 23. Wow. That's fine. You can call me that. Okay. I got got an 11. Sigidoff's kind of just in the back. He can see the group, but... None of you fools are paying attention. I'm the only one. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're really not. (laughs) We're all looking at cheese. <laughs> Stakenoff is just sitting there talking to himself. He he has an order of scribes, a wizard, so he can summon his spell book and awaken like a entity from within in it. So he has summoned the entity and he's just talking with this book <gasps> while he's snacking on some crackers. Oh, it's a good thing cheese isn't here. I'd hate to share the cheese with cheese. It's kind of awkward, isn't it? <laughs> Lex is writing a fanfic about Stakenoff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. She doesn't know who the person is that they're talking to, but in her story, it is a strong Githyanki woman who has 
led her people to battle hundreds of times and has come home weary looking for a refined place to enjoy the finer places of life. And that's when she found uh, steak. Steak and off. Steak off. Steak and off. Yes. Steak and off. Steak and off. Steak and off. Steak and off Wellington, my dear. So that's the fanfic. <laughs> Does not know that <laughs> they're talking to a book. Yeah, the scene dissolves and we go into the fanfic and the real adventure begins. No. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of us, worthless. Just sit up for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. With your perception, you shilly. Yes. You can definitely hear the approach of some wagon wheels. They're coming closer. And you also hear a a lot of footsteps as well. With such a good roll, the actual number of footsteps, it sounds like there's a lot. Uh A lot Mm -hmm. of uh, people out there walking, coming this way. And you hear, it, it doesn't sound like... You know, what you would see, uh, you know, shopkeepers and things like that wearing. There's a lot of metal clanking and a lot of, uh, it sounds like there's a lot of uh, armor and just weaponry based upon, you know, what you're hearing. Okay. And you do start to see coming into this valley, the wagon is coming in closer. A very large one uh, with a team of uh, four giant pugs pulling the wagon. You know, it's just loaded up. It's got hoop top full to the top of, 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 of wares. You also see a, a large amount of people all dressed up in black uniforms, red undershirts, and shell emblems on there. You see arrows sticking out of the wagon in various places, oh. and uh, you see them moving, uh, getting closer and closer to you all. So you're, you are about 100 feet away from where they have entered. You are understanding that these attacks have been by a very small amount of brigands. And the count, no joke, with that good roll, we have 20 people who have entered into view so far, plus two on the wagon driving the pugs along. And there's still more coming. What I would say for all of the other characters, you're seeing them come in. You don't know how much there is. You know there's a lot, but you you are you get enough to know that something's not right. I want to give everyone here a one action to do something, you know, whether it's if you wanted to hide or just, hey, I'm going in or, or maybe do some more investigating or whatever you want. We're not even going to roll for initiative. I'm going to do it based on the order I see here. So, Cheese, you are in the middle of the road. No one has seen you as of yet, but what would you like to do? Okay. Do they seem unfriendly? Like, is there anything about their appearance to suggest that they're unfriendly? They're all dressed in armor. You can mm-hmm. see some blood marks on some of them. Okay. Go ahead and give me a quick perception roll. <laughs> it's a natural one. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. No. The, 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 hey, these, this is probably the uh, the merchants. Okay. Sweet. So, so what happens then is uh, the hat is like, cheese, cheese, get out of the, get out of the goddamn road. Get out of the road. And cheese <laughs> is like, oh, hello, hello. Hello, are you the wagons? Are you? The, we've come to save you. <laughs> and he's just waving. And we cut immediately to Lex. You are up. There's a wagon that's come in. Something's just a little bit off. Um, but I can't see anything or any of the... You see the uniforms. You don't know how many people are there. Perfect. 
I'm going to use disguise self and put myself to look like them. Nice. I love it. Um, and is there someone next to me? Someone close to me? Yashili. Okay. Um, Yashili. I look at Yashili and say, I'm going to pretend like I'm a guard. You just pretend like you're my prisoner. <laughs> if they catch us, but also we can hide. But I don't know. <laughs> Let's feel it out. <laughs> so Yashili, you hear that. And Yashili, you are up next. Uh, oh no. Um, Yashili probably knows at this point that it's better to go along with what Lex says instead of go against it. <laughs> I would imagine that I'm used to these shenanigans. So I just go, oh. All right, then. Do I need to, like, tie my hands up? Tie me up, Minika. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Can you do it? Wait, I'm not good at it. <laughs> you want me to tie myself up? Lex tries to do it. <laughs> I can't could you not it's like a poor it's like a poorly done knot it's really just like obviously I can slip out of them I've got very small hands it's fine perfect no I think this looks great no one will know anything yeah she's just kind of put the ropes on you and be like yeah it's good enough <laughs> she's like throw them on me yeah oh, no. <laughs> hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everybody. Bachman here. And hey. I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic, and it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through Hims, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com greetings. Let's get hard together. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful. And whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, 
reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. My favorite spring takeaway, especially after doing taxes, is cleaning out my dang monthly bills that I don't need. When I do my taxes and I go through the lines, I'm like, I spent how much on an MMO I'm not playing? At the end of the month, where does all my dang money go? I can tell you right now that with Mint Mobile, my money is not wasted at all on wireless. I've lowered my wireless bill. So cheap, so valuable with Mint Mobile. You know it. A couple years ago, Jennifer and I switched. We haven't looked back. What else am I going to tell you? It just works. I did it. I switched. And I'll tell you what, whenever I go through my bank statements, that wireless bill, compared to what I was paying before, I scream in heavens and I, I do a dance. All right. I'll do a little dance. You should also say bye to your overpriced wireless plans. Get rid of those jaw dropping bills, especially because Mint Mobile is here to rescue you. They have premium wireless plans that start at just 15 bucks a month. On top of that, all the plans come with high-speed data, unlimited talk and text, and it's all on the nation's largest 5G network. Whoa. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer in your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash greetings. That's mintmobile.com slash greetings. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash greetings. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fee, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, so we're now on to Steakin' Off, and you are up. Steakin' Off, he, he stops eating his crackers. He almost coughs on him a little bit, choking slightly. Oh, oh goodness. Oh, goodness me. It looks like someone's coming. Uh, uh, he's looking around. He, he gets up, and he's going to cast a quick haste on Yashelli. He knows that she would be able to benefit from it. So That's something that's actually helpful. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Steakin' Off does not like to get too close to his enemies. So I'm going to have my allies get close and then cast haste, and my minotaur ass is going to walk around to these rocks over here and watch from afar, and then if they need help, I'll, you know, cast a spell or two. Because I can't get this blazer dirty, if you know what I mean. He's talking to his book, by the way. <laughs> How do you guys both have items? <laughs> I mean, mine, mine actually doesn't do anything. It just talks to me. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah, so with haste, that will basically give you, Shelly, a plus two to uh, bonus to your AC. And it will give you an additional uh, action to be used, uh, whether it be dash, disengage, and attack, or whatever you choose to do. He's going to keep a distance, but watch him afar. That's a smart move. They've gotten about 75 feet from you, and basically, almost like a car screech, everything comes to a stop. This group of brigands, they're looking 
down the road and they see cheese out there waving saying hello they do look over to the side and they see a prisoner and it's just a little odd but you know i think initially you definitely catch a little head nod coming your way going to nika's character lex like a head nod like hey bud how's it going no one seems to uh see staking off at all but immediately they all stop and you can hear a voice of one of the guards who's up on top of the wagon and they yell out to cheese hey what are you doing there um we're here to save the wagons and all the supplies um i hear that you're all in danger and we'd like to um uh help you uh if you're in danger are you in danger because and then he's like waving the wand he's like I've I've got a lot of spells and things that I can use to help you. Jeez, don't give away all our secrets. And you hear a lot of laughing from the group and the various people, and they're like, <laughs> and the man says, uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. We're in no danger at all. Uh, you just move along, little guy, and you just, you won't get hurt. Okay, that's good to know. I thought you might have been in danger, but I guess if you're not, then... Well, I've suddenly got a free afternoon. Uh, and he stands up and just kind of like stumbles over to where um, Lex and uh, Shelly are. <laughs> and he goes, did you hear that? They're not in any kind of danger at all. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> at that point, you you can hear uh, some of the other guys. You know, you look over Lex, you see the one who gave you the nod. <laughs> Eyebrows kind of come together like, huh, what the hell? There you are. (laughs) Have you ever had someone who is just so unruly? What do you guys do whenever your prisoners run away? Because... Wait, what? So... He said he's gonna gonna be helping out the uh, the wagon. Uh, how does he know you? And, oh, and why aren't you with our group? Well, because I was a scout. I came ahead um, to do scout things. You know how it is. If you're a scout, if you're not, I can't tell you. Um, scouts honor. <laughs> and I found him, and I said, "You're gonna be my prisoner, so let's go." And he said, "I want to hang out in the road." And I said, "Okay." whatever um but now you know i think i really need to put the foot down with my prisoners and i i was on a special secret mission and i can't really tell you what it is um but i just need you to trust me that these are my prisoners and it's okay all right go ahead and give me a deception <gasps> hell yes i rolled a nat 20 nice. and i have an eight yes. so a 28 <laughs> wow i didn't know you had a secret mission Lady, why didn't you tell us? Well, because it wouldn't be a secret. I would have kept it secret as well. <laughs> I'm very good with secrets. I haven't told anyone that Stakenoff still does a little piddle in the bed. <laughs> I mean, nothing. <laughs> By the gods, what could that fool be talking about now? Can't even defend yourself. It's messed up. <laughs> I hope he's not talking about the fact that I wee the bed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. All right, so from the group, the same one who was uh, giving the uh, the evil eye to Lex. She gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> he gives you a thumbs up back and says, let's uh, bring them on over here. Let's uh, let's deal with them and uh, and get this wagon moved. We got to get off the road quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys go ahead. Um, we'll bring up the rear. I'm like a scout, uh, a scout and um, a caboose. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I could um I could persuade them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Give me give me a roll. I'm gonna do a contested roll. Go ahead. I rolled a nat I'm not joking, David. I rolled a nat twenty. Yeah. I'm oh my god, the lies just keep coming. Wow. They just flow out of her. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, excellent. Well you definitely uh this guy is convinced. Oh yeah, caboose. Okay, that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. And he starts to turn, and, and uh, he's like, "Let's get moving along." And you know, some of the guy, other guys are questioning, and you know, the, the wagon starts to move slowly forward, and they're moving along. Some of the others are giving you all strange looks as it's continuing. Can I give him um, the one guy who gave me the stink eye? Now Lex feels like they're they're good friends, um, so she gives him a pat on the back, and she's like, mm-hmm. "I'll see you on Sunday for the cookout," and then goes back. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, you can yell that to him. He's about 75 feet away from you. She so. pats whoever is passing by on the shoulder, but <laughs> yeah. yells it to that person. Uh, as, as, as we're getting into... <laughs> As we're getting into formation, uh, Cheese has once again believed the lie. And so as he's walking, he's like behind Lex and he's going, chooka, 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 chooka. And then he kind of taps <laughs> the hat and the hat goes, woo, woo. Jeez, uh, this is ridiculous. I'm the spirit of a thousand-year-old wizard. I shouldn't be pretending to be a train. Chooka, 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 chooka. Woo, woo. Can other people hear the hat as well? Like, everyone can hear it talking? Yes, uh, yeah, other, other people can hear okay. the hat. Like, it's fully... <sighs> It's fully talking. Perfect. What is Hat's name? Hat is just cheese? The Hat's name is Thrandall the Mighty and Terrible. Thrandall the Mighty? Thrandor. 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 It would have been hilarious if it was only in your head. Everyone would think you're just nuts. Just, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. I, I fully wanted the Hat to be like, or present. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So they continue to get a little bit farther away from you. Before they get too far, I want to definitely give the other two folks here. We'll start with uh, Yashili. Anything you want to do at this point? Well, I don't want to do anything crazy because I'm supposed to be a prisoner. And I guess everyone believes that. Um, So she's really just kind of sinking her head down and rolling her eyes. I can't believe anyone believes such dreadful lies. These people are stupid. That's all she's got. All right, Felicia, I'd like you to give me another perception roll. Okay. Ooh, I rolled a five. Oh. (laughs) I see nothing. (laughs) I am too distracted by what is happening between Cheese and Lex and sneaking off being just absent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you just know that that there's a lot lot of of baddies there. Currently afraid for my life, yeah. (laughs) Excellent. All right, sneaking off, anything else that you want to do before uh, we move on to the next action? Can I make a perception check? I just want to kind of count possibly how many people are around and what they're carrying yes all right uh 13 you don't get an exact number it's definitely going to be more than 15 looking at at the the various folks there okay and you just see an assortment of weapons you know bows and swords and things like that and uh and then the four pugs pulling the wagon along so okay that's about what you what you can get from that so i just love that they're big pugs (laughs) big thick boys thick pug boys I'd like uh, everybody here to go ahead and give me a perception roll, please. Another one. I love my perceptions. Much better. 22. Can I give you an arcana check instead? <laughs> no, give me a perception. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> that one was not good. Um, I rolled a two plus a three, so five. All right. Ooh, I got a 14. Nice. I got a 16. All right, 16. All right. But if I'd been allowed to do an arcana, I would have got a 23, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap, on the same roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, my arcana is plus eight, but my perception is minus one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Nice, nice. A little bit of a difference. 
So staking off. With that perception roll, you, it's similar to what you had seen before. The, the wagon's getting a bit farther away from you. And with that, you can kind of get, yeah, it looks like there's about 25 uh, guards okay. altogether oh. all together around that wagon. And the people, the survivors, the stories that you heard back in Maswick was, no, there was about four. Four brigands attacked us and, and you know, we fought for our lives and we, we escaped. So this is a lot more than, than, than previously. And you also surmise that, uh, yeah, without guessing, obviously, this wagon had been taken before it got to this valley. So you get that out of it. Cheese, you had gotten a 14. Uh, nothing really new outside of that. You kind of get, yeah, yeah. there's about 20, 25 or so baddies there mm-hmm. that you see the shell emblem and all of that. And you're like, wait a minute. That's what uh, what was told to us. Uh, this is something. Something's up. That's that's the bad emblem. Yes. You're seeing the bad emblem on these things. And it's starting to click. You know, that, that's, that's, that's what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So with the, the 22... Uh, Yashili, looking up, you catch a glance and you see exactly, yep, these are the bad ones. And this is going to be, uh, I think, next to impossible fight if you were to just go and and do a a straight up attack on these things, the four of you versus them. It's going to be tough. It would be tough. um, But you know, it'd be, it would be very, very hard. But Yashili, something else is going on. Oh, God. Yashili. There's a rumble. It's not cheese, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Looking up into the sky, you hear a thunderous roar. And coming, materializing just out of the clouds that are up there, just kind of dissolves right through them, is a best way to describe it is a massive like metallic type structure that just comes in it is as wide as the eyes can see as wide as the valley it is rumbling over top looking over at the you know the caravan and all of the people there they're beginning to panic and looking around like what's going on looking around at the rock structures they're rumbling and start some of them are crumbling and falling to the ground all around you at this point the rest of you catch and see what's going on as well there's something massive that is as wide as the valley and it is moving along and it comes to a complete stop over everything you are all draped in shadows as this massive structure floating who knows what structure is above you the roar is tremendous it is massive the pugs have sprung off and broken their binds and just charged out of sight there's panic you see guards shooting arrows up into the sky uh it's all fruitless it's so it's so far it can't even reach it's just coming up and coming back down uh comically one of the arrows goes up and comes down and kills one of the guards off to the side (laughs) hilarious there is a clank and a sliding metal sound above you in the sky and looking up you all see a circular opening appearing above you and again just to to emphasize the scale of this looking up the actual entrance of this thing is a mile wide diameter it opens up and you just see a black hole right up there above you wow that's pretty big and immediately a loud clank metal sound and this just something just flies straight down over the valley over all of you and completely just clamps over top of you you are killed you would think it, it might be something that's like going to smash you but it's almost like a dome 
has come down over the entire valley and you are all inside this dome together. The earth rumbles and anyone who rolls a uh, athletics or a acrobatics lower than 15 falls to the ground. Oh boy. Oh, Steady as a rock. Oh God. Oh shit. He said go. Oh no. I got a 16. 15 plus one. It's 22. I got a three. Oh no. I should have known I should have watched that play Independence Day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So boom, everything cracks and crumbles all around you. There's panic. The lights have gone off. It's completely dark inside there. For those who have dark vision, you can definitely see some grays and and, and everything. And it's panic. I got superior dark vision. Oh, wow. Wow. La dee da. Because I live in the underdark. It was dark as shit. What, wow. what, what is the difference between dark vision and superior dark vision? It's 120 feet. Oh, right. Oh, wow. Not robot eyes. I've played D&D before. I know. I, <laughs> I wouldn't know that. <laughs> I don't think I do have dark vision. I don't think changelings do. Cheese would know that Lex doesn't have dark vision. And then, like, in the darkness, he would just start casting the light cantrip. Okay. <laughs> and he'd be like, lady, don't be scared of the dark. I've got a light here if you want it. Oh, my gosh. And he just, like passes you like a sandwich that's now glowing (laughs) thank you so much i was just thinking that it was really dark and someone should turn the light on yeah it's pretty dark in here it's kind of loud and scary do you want to put backs to backs and that way we know we've got each other's backs (laughs) Uh, yes of course (laughs) okay i feel like the hat hates the hat is like you're shilly Please, as the only people in this party with any sort of brains, this is not what I had expected from this uh, endeavor. It never is. Ooh, what did you expect? Well, actually, it probably should have been what we expected. That's fair. <laughs> but I mean, yes, I suppose, I suppose in retrospect, yes, but on initial approach, no. We just always have hope it's going to work out a lot better than it does. Yes, I was hoping for something a little more straightforward, not this. I need to find new friends, obviously. Oh, likewise. So you're all back to back uh, at this point, just looking around. There's just panic around you. A real Avengers. Yeah. 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 Like panning around you and, dun, and everything dun, all cool. Dun, dun. What is everyone doing in their cool Avengers scene? Lex is holding moss balls. I've busted out of my shitty ropes. Cheese is just kind of pinwheeling his arms around. Considering that Stakenoff fell on his butt, he kind of tinkles a little bit. <laughs> And as he tinkles just ever so slightly, he's going to use whatever time he can in the darkness, because he does not have dark vision, to quickly cast Rhea Faust on himself to try and, you know, dry up that, that little that little spot. Not, not, not prestidigitation, but the axe that cleans. <laughs> he's going to freeze his ding-dong. Rhea Frost. <laughs> Moving on, you're back to back. Everyone's looking cool now. Your your frosty crotch is ready for action, and there's more clanking sounds and a grinding sounds along the border of this dome. That's that you're all kind of trapped inside, and the the whole earth rumbles, and uh, all of a sudden you there's nothing you can do about it. You are thrown to the ground because it's almost like you wouldn't know this your characters uh, but the ele- it's like, almost like an elevator immediately tr- like in such speed everything shoots up oh. with you on it and so you kind of call crush to the ground as this is happening and it goes on like that for a good 30 seconds of, of just something happening with you and it comes up and stops and you kind of like lift off the ground about five feet and then land back down 
All right, let's step away from the group for a minute, and I want to go back up to that nest where the Sparrow family was at. For them, this day was going swimmingly. The parents had obtained some delicious-looking grubs from the farmer's market and successfully vomited tasty breakfast into their Sparrow kids' pleading beaks. The Sparrow parents were just settling down to have morning tea when the giant metal ship flew over the valley. The entire Sparrow family watched in frightened amazement, beaks wide, as a hatch opened on the center of that ship. Peering over the edge of the nest, they witnessed a massive claw shooting down over the entire valley. It missed their nest by about 50 feet, just covering up the trees and everything around. The Sparrow family watched the massive valley-covered claw compress slightly and dig deep into the earth. Like a human child picking up a handful of sand on the beach, the sparrows watched in horror as the claw dug in and picked up the entire valley. The claw, it rose high into the sky, disappearing up into the central hatch of that metal ship. And down below, I mean, it was a large crater, a large crater left below. The sparrow parents looked at each other, trying to comprehend what it was that they saw. The thought process shattered instantly as all the Sparrow kids cried out in unison, Food! The Sparrow parents rolled their eyes forgetting everything they just witnessed and flew out of the nest to the nearby forest in hopes to find some new delicious worms at the farmer's market. They happen to be in season right now. And it comes up and stops and you kind of like lift off the ground about five feet and then land back down. And the entire thing, you can feel it shifting in, in some way to a side and you have no idea what's going on, but then it stops and there's a clank. All of a sudden gravity drops and you plummet down. I feel like Stakin' Off would have cast fly though, right? I was gonna say, I have feather fall, so I can cast that if, oh. if, if I'm able to. Yeah, oh, I, you absolutely can if you wanna cast that. So uh, uh, so I guess the question is who who gets it? <laughs> all right, so, well, I can choose I can choose up to five <laughs> falling creatures. So I can do it to all of us. So you can grab everyone. Yes. Oh, I thought you were gonna be selfish. Oh my God, amazing. Everything clumps to the ground. And just to describe from your perspective, what you see, darkness, of course, you've got your dark vision inside. Some of you have your dark vision and your light sources. But as you you drop, the earth and everything that you're standing on just falls. And it's like a curtain is lifted. The earth and you just come falling out of this, this claw-type like dome. And it's just a very large, huge warehouse-like environment that you're falling into. And again, the amount of space that was picked up was about a mile wide. So just this is beyond comprehension of how mm. large this 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 area is and you fall feather fall down the entire chunk of of the earth the ground just crashes below you as you float down and land on it and you can see there's there's as you're floating down uh if you want to anyone who uh, wants to do a perception check uh, while you're floating i can tell you a little bit more about the area Baby, you know I the do. feather fall is really nice for you guys oh shit I rolled a nat one, um, and I got a three, so four. I got a 12. <laughs> I got a 15. All right. We're not very perceptive. I got a 16. Do we see, like, any green aliens going, the claw? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't see any, any green aliens yelling the claw with, like, three three eyes or whatever. Uh, Staking off, I keep wanting to say beef. Beef Wellington? <laughs> yeah, beef Wellington is what I keep wanting to say. Taking a look around, you can see... The ground below you, you know, where they've they've chunked a part of Drunkeros, 
but you can see far, far away other areas. And there's some ground and terrain looking over one side of you that is completely foreign to you. You have no idea. You've never seen uh, ground of that Ooh. shade, of that color. You've never seen rock formations of that that color. You've never seen anything like that. Okay. Looking another way, there's plant life and things like that. Like, of course, disrupted and damaged over on this other side. You've never seen it. It's completely foreign to you. You've never seen anything like that. But you all land together there's trees the some rock formations most of those have fallen over there's some trees kind of leaning to the side uh, and, and but the ground itself i mean you just think of it as just been like disrupted drop lifted and dropped so that's what you see and then the moment you all get down to the bottom the claw device that's up top it just kind of raises up out of view and there's a light source in the center where there is a tube area that you were lifted up through a massive tube area and it's about two miles high to the top of that tube. And uh, there's a light source coming up from the uh, daylight from uh, from down below, and it seals itself completely, and the, the lights are off inside here. Now, the, the nice thing is, even for those of you who don't have dark vision, uh, there is, is kind of a, a grayish light coming from somewhere inside this entire environment that you all are in. Uh, but that is what occurs, and the you feel movement of some kind. Mm. You, you don't know, you know what's going on, but you feel movement. Um, and and now we're down to the group. Would I be able to cast um, Eldridge Blast just in the sky, basically like a flare, so that we could see? Oh yeah, I'll let you do that. I feel like that's kind of horrific, but it like fits the mood of what's going on. So like no one can see, but it's just like this like blip of like. Maybe a, I don't know, a flash of metal or something. I don't know. No, that sounds cool. And you could, I'll even let it go up like a flare. You see, you know, slowly coming down and lighting up and everything like that. But yeah, you absolutely, absolutely. What color is your, uh, is your Eldritch Blast? I feel like it's got to be purple. All right. So yeah, you fire that up. It it shoots way up. Uh, What's the range on Eldritch Blast? I have Spell Sniper. Oh. oh, even I can tell you, even with that, it definitely does not. You do not hit anything up, up high. Nice, because what we're talking is way beyond the range, even with spell spell snipers. Two hundred and forty feet, and then I think spell snipers Jesus. like what three fifty or something. My God! Oh, the range is doubled, so four eighty. Yeah, so you it fi- fires all the way out and uh, reaches that four eighty. Pretty tough. It's so far. There's not. It doesn't light anything up. Even at that distance, Damn. and uh, and and then it's starting to come back down, uh, you know, to, to the ground. Okay. So that is uh, how the morning has started with you all. We're doing well, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're doing well. You've, you've got them right where you want them. <laughs> and uh, you can see, like far off, some of some of the guards. You know, they're like looking pretty hurt. You see some guard bodies here and there. Perfect. We did that. Yes, just as we planned. <laughs> yeah, you don't even see the wagon. Yeah, at all. The good thing is you don't see any of the. Um, of uh, the pugs, they, it looks like they may have made it. They made it. Oh, That's okay. Good. I thought you meant they died. I was about to be real mad. <laughs> <laughs> you are on the ground. You have all, all these different areas that you can go here on this ruptured, destroyed land of, uh, of Drunkeros. You have no idea what's going on. So I'm handing it over to you all. It's, it's your thing. You know, go for it. I have no idea what's happening. My, my. Well, I don't know what's going on here. Don't pay attention to the frost on my bottom half. It's, it's, I accidentally <laughs> casted it when I fell on my butt. You know how those are. It's like, you know, when you have a crossbow and you, you trip and it accidentally triggers the bolt. It was like that, except with my ray of frost. So don't think of it. I have to confess, I've never done that with a spell, but 
For the sake of your decency, I shall believe you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. So, is everyone okay? Did Featherfall treat you all well, yes? It did tickle a little, but other than that, it was perfect. And you guys, what if, I just want to say, I've never shared this with you in the past 10 years, but my patron is the great old one. What if this is our time? What if they've come and we've been selected and chosen? I think this is good for us, you guys. I think this is really good. Mm. Um, so does this mean that we don't need to save the caravans anymore? Or does it mean any, like, you can see the effort, like the effort on his face. Does, does this mean that, that we have to save ourselves now because we might be in danger? What do you mean? They were taken up there into the stars. Abducted. Taken against their will. I just came through the meadows. There's nothing but the crater there now. Fuck me. What a depressing story. Thanks for bringing us down. Wait, Tiny, Jasper, Marvin, and the rest of you. Did you hear me say the end? Did you hear me announce that I was done? This tale is just getting started, and my tip jar looks mighty empty. Excellent. And so our heroes find themselves in an extraordinarily bad situation, sealed in from all sides. Lex is played by Nika Howard at Nika underscore Howard. Staking off Wellington is played by Ryan Cassidy at Haphazard DM. Yashili is played by Felicia Perez at Dagger Tribal. Cheese is played by Kieran Bennett at MRK underscore Bennett. Dungeon Mastered by David Stewart at Spudcam. Bart the Bartender is played by Michael DeMauro at Thrifty Nerd. Additional voice by Aiden Stewart. Produced, edited, and music by Spudcam. For all the Patreon subscribers of At D&D Podcast, your support makes shows like this possible. Thank you. Some of the background music and ambience in this episode was from Sirenscape. Enhance your gaming table at sirenscape.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.